did, and they're into the stretch, and it's American Pharaoh who is taking the lead on the outside. In between horses, it's firing line. Dortmund is down at the rail as they come into the final furlong. American Pharaoh, firing line, not done yet, and these two come into the final 16th. It's American Pharaoh in front, firing line. Dortmund is third, Frosted is fourth, coming to the finish. American Pharaoh and Victor Espinosa have won the Kentucky Derby. Firing line was second, Dortmund was third, Frosted finished fourth in a final time of 2 minutes 3.02 seconds. Victor Espinosa has won the Kentucky Derby two years in a row. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the SBC podcast. This is a bonus edition as we get into the holidays. I have an NBA securities license, uh, clients net worth $15 million and above. And what we use is the same business process that we use to help clients in the financial services and learning how to invest in businesses. It's the same process that we do uh, using um, uh, bidding on football games and then uh, the Triple Crown, right? We did horse racing true crime. And with horse racing true crime, we it's not just, you know, uh, trying, trying to see, trying to get fascinated by why these people are so corrupt with so much money when they don't have to be. That's just a byproduct. We're getting information to get close to the truth or to the truth to be able to predict outcomes and put money in our pockets. That's the bottom line. That is the main goal of anything we say on the podcast. Um, one business magnum that is very important is that, that if you're the toughest, smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. So to break down the Breeders' Cup, and I'm going to give you some uh, – uh, wagers in the election that's going to be next next week so you can monetize that because the sports betting market is a better predictor of elections than um, you know silver right and uh, whatever 35 7 whatever polling data because a lot of polls are paid for by donors for social proof right to show that our candidate it's five points up, right? Because some people just like to vote and bet for favorites. So that's why they have those fake polls. So we have some upsets that we're going to give you. That really, you hit one, uh, you made money. But I think you're going to hit two or three, hit a couple favorites, keep your money right, set a foundation for profit on Election Day, regardless of your political affiliation. So... We got Scott, who's tougher, smarter than I am. Knows a lot more about horse racing than I am. What we're going to do is give you a fish. We're going to teach you how to fish. What? We're going to teach you how to bet a horse race. Thank you, Scott, from the Northeast. I'm over here on the West Coast. First words. It's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Uh, you know, we had a, a great Triple Crown season. Some people say this is the most important of the four races that, that we've talked about. So, you know, it's short field this year. The Breeders' Cup is only eight, eight horses, and we'll teach you how to bet, who to bet, you know, and, and stuff like that. So I'm happy to be here. Uh, yeah. My what pleasure, uh, 
So, what are your first thoughts here on the, on, uh, on the Breeders' Cup? So, you know, the first, you're right. The first look at a race, the favorites only win around 15 to 20 percent of the time. So, you knock the favorite out. The favorite in this case is three to five, and you can't make any money off it. Right. So, you think, yeah. so <clears throat> take don't even talk about the favorite, which is Flight Line. Right. Um, he's a three to five, so we're not even going to talk about him. There are some intriguing storylines in the Breeders' Cup this year. Races at Keeneland this year, nice. which which I believe is in Kentucky, and I believe you've heard us talk about this before. The Keeneland auction, I think it happens uh, twice a year. Each time, remember this figure is very important. Yep. $250 million. The horse sales. What's yep. the handle of the, of the Kentucky Derby? $250 million. So you see this? Two hundred fifty million uh, yep. dollar number banning about. So you go the handle of the Kentucky Derby two fifty two Kingman auctions. Now we're getting close to a billion dollars uh, yep. off racing and sales of horses. Just those right. three events. Right. So there, there's the return of the polarizing man in horse racing racing right now. Back. Going back, going back to the state where all this controversy started for him right. two years ago. There's a Chad Pletcher has two horses out of the eight in the field this year, and Steve Asmussen, who I think is a really good trainer, has a horse in this too. So there's there's a lot of heavyweights in this this Breeders' Cup, this eight eight horse field. So um, it's very interesting to take a look at trainers paired with jockeys, how the horses have done. You do not bet the horses; you bet. The yep. jockey and the trainers. Exactly, exactly. Because they'll get the best. The best trainers give the horses the best training and know right. how to do it over and over again. Right. So, you know, you have taking connections. Because yep. team racing is not illegal. What's team racing? You got three horses in a race. The middle, you take your worst horse to yep. set a pick and block the the favorite. Yep, and as you said pre, as you said pre-show, both Todd Pletcher horses cannot win this race this year. So, <laughs> right, only one of them can win the race. Right, um, that's the way you want to go as a better. I don't know if you do or not, but if that's the way you want to go, we can only bet one. You can't bet both to win. Yeah. Uh, so, my my idea is if you are are bent, hell bent on taking flight line, right. you put them in the trifecta. Or right. an exacta, because you'll make a little bit less money, but you'll still have a piece of him in your your betting slip. If right. you bet him just straight out win, he's three to five, and he's not going to go to like five to one. There's no possible way he's going to go. So that's that's the only way that you you want to have him in a bet that you win is in a trifecta. The trifecta is very simple. We pick three horses. Top three horses to win, not any three horses. Not three horses. And what I usually do is I'll box them. And that means that all three of those horses can come in any way possible. You win a little bit less money than if you just pick it straight. But right. it gives you a better shot 
at winning your bet. So to me, you know, I've, I've already done one, four, three, and two, three, four as trifectas. Okay. I've boxed it. So we'll, we'll get into it more, but that, those are my first two bets that I've already placed. And I'll, I'll place a couple more, but, but those are two bets I've already done. So Okay, so the, the two bets that you have already done are? One, four, three. three. One, four, three. So one's going to be tab, Tavia, all right? So hey, we Bob, think Bob. Tavia with uh, Bob Baffert. He's on right. the inside. And really, there's only one in Santa Anita, right? Santa yep. Anita, but it's Fry's family. Yep. Who yep. are benefactors of Bob Baffert. And they own uh, six uh, horse farms and five racetracks, and they own XBET, the yep. mechanism you use to bet. Right. And so. the reason you pick him is very simple. It's eight to one, first of all, which in this field, there's no horse that's that's uh, longer shot than 20 to one. Right. So eight to one is a good good return on your investment, number one. Number two is Bob Baffert, Hall of Fame trainer. Okay. Right. Two years ago, all this controversy started. He gets suspended. He's coming back to Kentucky again. Okay. If you remember, we talked about before the Kentucky. Kentucky Derby, or actually before the Belmont, NBC did a piece on Bob Baffert, and he wasn't even there. They went to his home in Arizona. And, over. And, and yeah, yeah. It, the, the, what they did on Bob Baffert was very limited. They didn't talk about yep. the 800, 800 horses he killed. or yep. uh, They haven't talked about We've been the only podcast, I guess. Yep. That's why we get so many downloads. A ridiculous amount of downloads is because we're the only podcast they covered and read the Jason Service, George Navarro yep. indictment yep. with Bob Baffert has involved involvement in. Right. So they haven't called him as a witness or he's not in any uh, legal trouble because of that. Other than he's been suspended here and there, a fine, a suspension for a year for killing 800 horses. Now, if Scott or myself killed 800 horses, we would be 30 years in jail right now. Exactly. And the one thing you have to remember, NBC is paying a lot of money for these races. And for them, they are Bob Baffert people. NBC is Bob Baffert people. Right. So it would behoove the Breeders' Cup people <clears throat> to take that money from NBC and to have Baffert finish one or two in this race. Right. Because they love Baffert. They want him to finish highly, and that that's just the that's just the crux of it. They, horse racing needs as much money as they can get to survive, and NBC but, is paying a freight. Yes, the other thing too is that uh, same people that are are, are uh, funding the guys to leave the PGA are the same owners of this horse. Yes. So yes. we're looking at NBC. NBC needs content. Um, they're getting outbid by Amazon and Apple for NFL. All they have is, I believe, maybe Thursday, not, not even Thursday night. Thursday night with the Amazon. Sunday night football. They have Sunday night. They need, they need content. Yes. It, yes. It, that's why they're, you know, embracing the sponges and putting on the show there with the preakness. Uh, so this horse is a loaded horse, eight to one. That's not a bad bet. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you know, because of the money involved. And who owns the horse? Who's training the horse? 
right? So there's a lot of money flowing around there. Uh, these two horses, the two and the three, both Todd Fletcher horses, you got to think the Happy Saver is going to try to get in front of Tabia, kind of give him a block. That's why you got to maybe put it, like you're saying, in the box, one or two. You know, then yeah. it's just one, two, three. You still, at lead horses, you still make money on that. And you're taking a chance with it because it's got a cracked hoof. So it doesn't, the, the Pletcher thinks it's going to it's gonna run, but just not sure right at this point. And the other thing that I'm, I'm going on is Pletcher has won 251 races at Keeneland. 61 right. of them were stakes races. Right. So he knows how to navigate this track. He knows how to navigate this kind of field. And he has two and, and Velasquez, the jockey, has 225 wins and 57 right. wins. So those guys are highly successful at this track. Right. So that that leads me to believe that they're going to be in the top three someplace as well or, yeah. or close to it. And Happy Saver is 30 to 1 right now. 31. Right. The longest shot on the board right now is that horse. And that horse is not a bad horse. That horse is, has finished top two in 10 out of 12 races. Right. So that horse knows how to run a consistent race and finishes in the money someplace. Right. It, a lot of their races, it's even a higher percentage than, than our NFL right now. So 10 out of 12. Right. Really yeah, I know. That's really good. Yeah. So you get you know, happy saver. Uh, you cross out front line. Yeah, out right, Charlie. Right, right in the middle of the track. Got epicenter, which you got to look at hard at five to one. Yeah, yeah. And then yep. Olympia, and then I take restrict out because I don't think Lightning's going to strike twice. Right. No, so I don't believe one eighty to one Kentucky Derby. I think you're throwing your money away, especially on the outside. Yeah, uh, twelve horse. So the outside isn't horrible for Rich Strike, but you got to take that in the favorite out, and then look at the other horses. And you're thinking Tavia, Life is good, and uh, and uh, Happy Saver. Those are the Happy horses. Saver. Yeah, and Happy yeah, Saver. Short, they have a shorter ride. Right. Keep an eye on Saturday morning, right. because if he's got a cracked hoof. He's unknown if he races. Right. If he doesn't race, then you put in the two. Then you put in the the other Pletcher horse. Right. Which is which is being ridden by Arad Ortiz, who's not a bad jockey himself. Right. You know, there's no you know Flavian Pratt's there, but he's on the three to five horse. Right. I love him as a jockey, but I I just can't bet it because I'm not bringing back any money. I'm losing money, so. Right. He can't really go on that, and he's he, you know he hasn't won a ton of races at Keeneland. He hasn't raced there a ton of times, so to me that's that's a no go. Joel Rosario is another jockey I look at. He's on Epicenter. Asmussen's a really good trainer, right? So he'd be another guy I'd look at. Trainers and jockeys that have had high success at a track, you have to look at a little bit more closely than right. the rest. So you know. Yeah. Uh, Bill Mott, who's the trainer of, of Olympia. I'll be right back. You can go to the bathroom, but I'll be right back. Okay. okay. Bill Mott, who's a um, highly successful winner at Keeneland, 294 races, 47 stakes races. He has 
a horse in there called Olympiad, who's 10 to 1. You might want to look at that horse as well. But for me, it's all about the Baffert and NBC connection, who's carrying the race. It's about the Pletcher connection, who's won a lot at Keeneland. And it's also about the jockeys. And it's uh, Velasquez, Rosario, who have won both highest of the, the jockey um, percentages and a lot of the stakes races there. So those are the horses you want to look at. You want to take careful consideration in the Happy Saver again, keep reiterating it. Cracked hoof horses that have any kind of physical problem tend not to run as well. So if that hoof, you know, whatever gets better and he runs, he's he's worth the 30 to 1 to look at to sprinkle a little bit on as Chad Nolan says on our NFL um, podcasts, um, flight line is out. So you're really down to about four to six horses in this race to look at. Pletcher, another another trainer, very good, very well known, has run a lot at Keeneland and has won a lot at Keeneland. So that's what I look at. All right. So I'm going to place three wagers. Um, and just because I bet him in the trifecta, I'm still sprinkling right. win place or show to a place or show tickets on them all. Right. Maybe not wins, but places and shows for sure. So my three show tickets, right? <coughs> uh, three show tickets and maybe epicenter or win. So I got epicenter or win. It's in, in the center of the track. I think there's going to be some funny business between Todd Fletcher and Bob Baffert. <laughs> at receiver team racing is real right so yeah if happy saver and let's just get take out front line right and then one of yeah. those two hopes to bounce it off of the win tabby has a free ride uh and so that puts in hot run charlie i've seen that horse a couple of times it kind of fades at the end so it's just gonna yeah. be a speed thing who knows yeah. about this email so that leaves epicenter with a free ride rich strike Lightning's not going to strike twice. Olympias two on the outside. Maybe has to go to the inside. But Epicenter has a free straight ride. Game pass, hot ride Charlie. Because I'm betting literally the happy saver, life is good, or even Tavia will try to put a block on front line, which is your favorite. Yeah, and, and I can't reiterate it more. The only way you bet flight line is in a trifecta a situation right. and box it because that's the only way you're going to make money. If you bet them straight, you, you're not going to make any money. If you bet a dollar, you're only going to make 80 cents or 60 right. cents. Don't do it. Just don't do it. I know he's he's won five races out of five. A lot of them have been by 19 or 20. He may even go down to two to five. That's right. a, that, that's how much of a favorite he is right now. So you can you cannot do it. You just can't do it. Right. Yeah, I'll get the winning ticket. Great. How much did you win? Well, I won six dollars. How much did you bet? Ten. Can't do it. Can't do it. So, and even this four-year-old horse is not a seasoned horse. They only ran in five races. Right. You know, versus other horses that were running all kinds of different races, and you know, yes. it's not a new thing for him. So, like Tava, he's been in countless races. Um, Epicenter, countless races. Rich Strike, Kentucky Derby winner, countless races. Those horses run. This horse does not run. So take that. And plus, horses are phased by crowd reactions, noise of right. crowd. 
Um, you know, if the track is sloppy, if the track is fast, if it's, you know, if it's cold, you know, so there's a lot of different variables in this. So, you know, we don't know what Flightline has done, you know, in terms of weather-wise. Right. You know, we know he's won a lot, a ton. He's won convincingly, but, you know, so I, I would just, I would stick my pick if it's not Flightline, is Tava because of the Baffert NBC connections. That's that's just mine. Right. That's just where I'm going. Plus, he's going back to Kentucky. Keeneland's in Kentucky. <laughs> he's going back there. So, you know, he has a chip, an extra chip on his shoulder to, you know, to, to get this horse extra ready to perform in a big race, a Breeders' Cup, who some jockeys and trainers think are bigger than the three Triple Crown races. So... You know, I'm I'm riding that wave that when you know when you saw that puff piece on NBC about Baffert, NBC's running this race is, is televising this race. Well, they need a TV, right? And then uh, Zidane is from uh, the Saudi royal family that owns the yep. horse. Yep, they're the ones that are paying uh, to have the PGA guys play. Yep, in the Saudi Arabia. Yeah, and they're they're going to be the ones running and paying for future TV deals. Yeah. Well, why not make it advantageous for their horse to win, right? Right. Just money involved. For we're not saying that's literally what's happening. We're just saying something like that is happening. We're anticipating it uh, to place our wager. Yeah, monetize monetize the other ones. And the example I'll give you is is I told Josh. To today, I listened to some stuff. Everybody's on the Eagles tonight. Nobody's on Houston. That's great for me. Hello, Houston. Number one. Right. Number two. Got 14, right? Uh, it's yeah. 14. Yeah. Number two, nobody in this race has talked about Tampa and Bob Baffert. Not one person. Yeah. They've yeah. talked about Flightline. They've talked about the Pletcher horses. They've talked about Rich Strike. Yeah. Not one person has mentioned Tampa and Baffert. And I think that's just the way he liked it. Talk about everybody else. Don't talk about my horse. My horse will be ready to go, run right to the front, and stay in the front. And this will be a very fast race. This, If the track is not sloppy, this will be a two-minute race. I looked at the, the last 20 Breeders' Cups. They've all been between 159 and two minutes and 50 seconds. So it's going to be a two-minute race, and it's going to be fast if it's a if it's a – Good day. It's gonna be fast. So life is good because Happy Saber's gonna have a role in this race. Uh, yeah, Black, definitely. Black definitely. Line, you know, Hot Red Charlie in there. Uh, so that sets up life is good and Tavia on the inside, right? A shorter, yeah. shorter trip and speed race, and then uh, with all that mess going on to the left of it, epicenter uh, gets a nice ride. Uh, with Olympiad and Rich Strike just being way too on the outside. Yeah, and, and what may happen is life is good. The two through five horses may take each other out. And right. that will send Tabor right up the rail, wide open, clean for a for a, a go. And right. if that happens, Tabor, Tabor could be as good as gold to win the race. So, yeah. All right. So that we give you very, very, very good information to monetize. Breeders' Cup, and we'll give you information you're not hearing anywhere else. You're not hearing about, you know, the same person that owns a horse farm 
It's the same person that spends a lot of money on a Kingman auction. It's the same person that owns a racetrack and owns XBet. Got XBet too. They have uh, investments in FanDuel. Yep. And DraftKings. Yep. So anyway, you cut it, they win. And they get throw a pin national in the cut. And there is a break between West Coast, uh, the Stronish family. There is a break between those folks and the Rice here at Kingland and uh, West Coast, Santa Anita, uh, Stronage, Baffert. Baffert maybe is the intermediary, and Baffert has connections to the Saudi Arabian royal family who sided with the Russians and gave us the finger. And our Brian, PJ. I'm not, I'm not uh, offering an opinion. Uh, one way or another, I'm just stating facts. Everybody can have their own opinion, but not everybody can have their own facts. I'm just saying facts, and I'm not putting any value judgment on or judging it. I'm just putting in the factors so we can make decisions, right? Put money in our pockets. Yep. So they call it decision, right? The midterms. Let me know what you think, Scott. Sure thing. I've been making money off elections really a long time. There's a person running for governor of state who uh, gave me a lot of insight and a lot of things that I can't say public. But I learned a few things, right? That polls are paid by donors, right? Somebody donates millions of dollars to a race, they have a business, a certain regulation can make them a lot of money. Or sometimes it's just they want power for their ego. Yep. They want XYZ to win. They want to feel powerful. So what do they do? They pay off public pollsters. There's two kinds of pollsters. There's internal polling that never gets out. Sometimes they don't even tell the candidate because the candidate's an idiot, right? They recruited the candidate, and it's a big group for something. And the candidate and the people around the candidate are stupid, right? So they're like, don't bring an idiot to a drug deal. So they don't even tell the candidate what the internal polls are, right? They're yeah. supposed to go out there and act. So the public polls are paid by donors for social proof. And what social proof is, uh, I've done it before and participated in it, where there's an opening of a nightclub, right? So what do you do? You hire models, you hire really good looking people to stand outside to form a line. So people going back, oh, this place must be good. There's a line outside, right? So, uh, that's social proof, right? The the line outside of the bar. There's nobody inside the bar. They're 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 marketing to the people walking by, driving by, saying, "Well, wow, there's a line outside. There. That place must be good." That's the same thing with polls. So those they'll pay to show a candidate ahead, but they're really behind, or they're really tied. They don't even know. It's just social proof to get as many votes as possible, right? There's always 40% against a candidate. There's always 40% for a candidate. And there's that 20%, they call them the independents. They just want to know who's on top, right? Kennedy won the election over Nixon because he was taller, right? Better looking candidates went over candidates that are ugly, right? It's just, it's just the way it is. You yeah. wish there would be more substance to it, but there isn't. Taking that out into consideration, 
for the last 20 years, I've made quite a bit, bit of money uh, wagering and then taking my political preferences out and just looking how uh, the races run, how much money each candidate has has uh, generated. Yeah. Some candidates don't want to win. Uh, ben Carson is a perfect example. Uh, the way he funneled money into his pocket was that the $20 million he had in campaign funds, he had he paid his sister a million dollars a month to send out the Ben Carson newsletter at a campaign funds. So you're going to tell me Ben Carson's sister and I can give him a little bit of the million dollars a month to send out an email? Right. So some candidates don't even want to win. They just want to raise the money. Right. It kind of you know, money laundering thing. So you got to figure that out. Yeah. They're yeah. trying to get the end because they want to go on vacation. They don't want to go to Washington. Some do want to go to Washington. So I'll give you five races, uh, three Democratic winners, two Republican winners, the equal amounts on each one, and you'll make money. Number one is Georgia. Warnock plus 125. So that means you bet 100 bucks, you get 125 back. Yep. Uh, Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania plus 163. You bet $100, you get 163 back. Mm -hmm. Both close races, both, you can see the manipulation in the polling. Uh, and, and I sent out for emails from both sides. So I've gotten Herschel Walker emails and I've gotten Warnock emails, right? Very manipulative. Oh, we were up by five. Now we're up by one. Send me a hundred bucks, man, because this guy's, I mean, they're both saying the same way. And I'm like, you know what? Warnock and Walker emails, they both can't be right because they're both saying the same thing. We're up by five. Now we're down by one. Whatever. None of those polls are real. So you have to use your best judgment and look what the, Betting market setting it at, right? Uh, below plus 250 means that Vegas thinks Warnock has a real chance of winning, yeah. and you're getting enough money, right? Because placing five wagers, let's say 100 bucks. Mm -hmm. I'm doing 500, but I won uh, Trump plus 450 2016, then I won Biden plus 250 2020. Yeah, and, and I'm not playing with the house's money, it's my money, Scott. Right, and, and the, the two things that you got to remember is we all know who Herschel Walker is. We know all know what he did, okay? Right. That's number one. Number two is Obama was in Georgia a week, right. less than a week ago. Oh, as you said pre-show, Obama is going to states where he thinks or knows the Democrats are going to win. And he's, right. if it's close, he's trying to sway the vote more so than Democrats. So... You got to keep that in mind. You got to really do your homework. I mean, you have a few days, so you really got to do your homework. Where is Obama right. there? Where and take you know, and take your absolutely preferences out. Which party you prefer, either the Democrats, and look at it purely from a business standpoint, and that helps you kind of understand the world around you as well. Yes. Uh, plus two twenty. People are saying Lysol's going to win over there in Vegas now. This, this line is being set in Nevada. So Nevada, Vegas people, no Vegas people, Nevada people, is plus 220 under our matching number of plus 250. Plus 60 would tell you that Vegas thinks that Cortez Masso has no chance 
Right. And remember, out of these three bets, you only have to win one to be ahead of the money. Yes. Uh, a safer bet, but in the wheelhouse, right? Minus 120, Kelly in Arizona. Uh, he's doing the traditional how you win as a Democrat in a red state. You walk, you walk and talk like a Republican. Just be registered as a Democrat. He's a fighter pilot. He was in the military. You got to be in the military. And that's what Kelly's doing. He's like, defund the police. No, man, we need more police. We need more white cops. That's what he's saying. As a Democrat, get that redneck vote over there in Arizona. Yep. Then, you, get, you seem, to, seem to get votes when you have a big-time military background and you've come back a military hero or whatever. You seem to get right. more votes that way. So. Exactly. Exactly. And then be a Democrat to kind of balance it out. Get those people in the middle. Look like you're on top, right? And he looks like he's on top. He's in good shape. Yep. Yeah, military guy wearing military stuff. And then this minus 200. Uh, Ted Bud in North Carolina. He's going against this. This funny because it's two African American women Democrats running for Senate, one in North Carolina, the other one in Florida. And they both have both African. American females, both about the same age, same background. They both were police officers, cop, went up to the ranks, became attorneys. So yeah. black, female, cop, right? Yeah. Military guy on the other side. Uh, she, Bud is getting minus 200. She's come back and she's had a lot of money from, you know, Reed Hastings and Bill Gates and all the big heavy hitter Warren Buffett people put a lot of money into her ranks. To make it close for us, we make money that we got it to minus two hundred, which is almost like a horse race two to one. What do you think, Scott? Yeah, I mean, you gotta, you can't just go to the window and bet. You have to do your research, right? You know, you have to know that Obama's been in what state has he been been in? What well, were the races before he was in the state, and what are the races now that he when he after he left? He was not in North Carolina. No, it was not North Carolina, but there's been some heavy hitters in there beside him. So, okay. you know, <clears throat> make the Georgia one. To make more money yeah. for the trader in this The case. Georgia one is highly interesting to me because you got Warnock right. and you got Herschel Walker. Now, if you, you don't do the research, a lot of people who are sports fans are going to bet Herschel Walker. Blindly. Blindly. Completely blindly. He did for Georgia. He searched for Walker. Yeah. There'd be a statue there of Herschel Walker. <laughs> yes. Yep, absolutely. So, to me, in the South, Herschel Walker. Yeah, Herschel Walker is all about South Georgia. He went to Georgia, like you said. He, he, you know, he, he's. First stupid Georgia. Yeah. So, you have to do your research on Warnock and you have to maybe watch the video of Obama speaking. And let's right. see what he says, because he was not complimentary to Herschel Walker at all, as <laughs> far as as far as I I can recall. So, do your research on Warnock, and if you believe in his beliefs, and you believe in everything, then vote on vote for him uh, or bet on him. Right, right. Both both guys uh, divorced. Yeah, uh, Warnock tried to run over his wife. 
And uh, Herschel Walker put a gun to his wife's head. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, so they're both sinners. Both say yeah. they're both sinners. Yeah, but as same as we talk about in the football thing, you got to do your research. You have to look at each candidate on their own, not who they're yeah. racing against, not who they're running against, not whoever. You have to look at candidates on their own, and you have right. to make a decision. Because it's your money, it's your hard-earned money you're putting up. You don't want to just throw $100 away on Herschel Walker when you don't believe in what he said. Because you're a football fan, you're a sports fan, and you know Herschel Walker. Exactly. So, do you research? Yeah. Incumbents have that edge. So, people already voted for Warnock, it'll be tough for them to vote for Walker. And then you got to tell yourself, the people in the middle, right? If you're to the left, you got to think, okay. What are the people, not the right people, right? The you don't like what is the people who are just reading this for the first time and really don't have a preference between either party? How are, how are they gonna decide? Right, exactly. And, and that's the thing. And Josh bet on Trump, and Josh didn't bet on Trump blindly. Josh did his research. Right. Josh bet on Biden. Josh didn't bet on him blindly, did his research. One Republican, one Democrat. You do your research. You, you come right. to the middle, the middle ground. You know, and what the biggest thing, right? Huh? If it's plus sixty, the biggest things you're going to lose. If it's minus, the it's just two fifty. You know, right? And below, biggest things they have a shot. And what right. do you think? You add that on together, and you make money. Yeah, and much more than that, because I've seen people have this feelings. People don't know how to read people. Exactly. So exactly. Great at and sports betting as well, decision making to put money in your pocket, to be able to read people for you know who's dating your daughter, who who wants to come in business with you, uh, is this the right business decision? Is this the right person to hire for this job? Exactly. If you're in HR, this is a great exercise in uh, business thinking and decision making. Final words, and, Scott. And the and the other things is before I go into final words is yeah. You don't want to win just one. You'd love to win them all. But if right. you win two or three, that's great. That puts more money right. in your pocket you bake up. Um, you know, good luck with the Breeders' Cup. Do your research. You know, we gave you, we gave you a lot of stuff in a short period of time, so do your research. On the elections, again, do your research. Even if it's not in your state, you could still bet on it. You can right. still profit on it. You can still win big on it. Just do your research, and that and that goes to the top ten rules of betting. Do your research, and, and yeah, get it you right. win Buck minus two hundred, you win Kelly minus one twenty, and then you win one out of Masto, Doctor Oz, or Warnock. Boom, yep. profit it. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, good luck to everybody. You know, I know elections are midterm elections are a big thing for a lot of people. And, you know, they're big for me. I mean, up in Massachusetts, we're having a governor's race. So it's pretty it's pretty big to set the tone for the next two or three years in terms of where your state's going. So good luck to yeah, everybody. Learning the betting markets, learning your surroundings, and then watching the elections come in, make money, watching the Breeders' Cup make money. Yep. And uh, we're going to get some MAC action bets out tonight and the Thursday night game. We'll get those out, and then we'll do the line change live stream to finish out the NFL to make all this profit so you're ready and set for Black Friday. So you don't have to pay extra sports $1,000. 
when you give one, you get 10 back. Look at uh, Costco, right? Giving away gasoline and a hot dog. We give away sports fix and decision science, how to make business decisions to consistently make money, beat inflation, be happy, maintain relationships. And like Winston Churchill said, you make a living from, you make a living from your labor, but you make your life from what you give. Thank you for listening to the ESBC Podcast Network. That's why this